Welcome into episode number 41 of the Valley Sports Guys podcast, brought to you by Perked Up Cafe, located at 530 McCain Avenue in Charleroi. An experience like no other and always willing to support the community and give back at Perked Up Cafe. I am Mon Valley Independent Assistant Sports Editor Jose Negron, joined by the other half of the Valley Sports Guys, Jeremy Saloon. Jeremy, good morning. Good morning. You got your hot tea, you got your... Got my hot tea, fresh from a swab up the nose, I'm ready to go. All right. Let's let's do it. We got Nick Hicks and Ball running the ones and twos. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. Ready to, to get going here. Uh, a lot to talk about this morning here perked up. Again, thank you to those here perked up for allowing us to spout our nonsense here every Sunday morning. But uh, Whippy will play off first round matchups on Friday night. And a couple of big <coughs> ones uh, had some wins uh, by the Thomas Jefferson football team, the Sarah Catholic football team. A couple of teams that are now entering the off season. And uh, I think four teams that were on buys for the first round. But uh, Jeremy, let's uh, recap a little of the action on Friday. Yeah, real quick, uh, getting in, we'll, we'll look in depth at the, our games that we actually had winners on. Thomas Jefferson beats Indiana 41 to nothing. TJ puts up 28 points in the first quarter. Elias Lippincott, a big day for the Jaguars. Uh, 17 carries, 155 yards, and a 50-yard touchdown. Uh, Connor Murga returns, has two touchdown runs, 23 and one yard. And uh, Sean Sullivan picked up a 29-yard pass from Joe Lexi, who completed four of seven passes. Uh, but looking, the I think the the biggest thing to take from this game, Jose, is the return of Connor Murga and Isaac Eckley, who also had a 25-yard run. Uh, mostly defensively, though, that gives them their two middle linebackers back, and the TJ defense pitches a shutout against Indiana, who runs a triple option. So TJ is familiar with that from playing McKeesport. Uh, but. I mean, it's TJ doing TJ things, and Indiana wasted an hour and a half trip to yeah. get to Pleasant Hills. Yeah, didn't didn't uh, expect anything less from Thomas Jefferson open up the postseason with a pretty lopsided win. Yeah, uh, and, you know, looks like that collision course is on for another rematch. But first, they have to get through an unbeaten Hampton team this week, and they have to travel up there. So uh, sh that should be definitely should be an interesting game. Um, looking at Class 3A, Keystone Oaks beats South Allegheny 34 to nothing. Uh, big game from Kevin Drew, 20 carries, 160 yards, 163 yards, two touchdowns, two touchdowns for the Eagles. Um, we'll come to your game in Class 2A in just a second. We'll look at some fir uh, first round action in Class A though. Leechburg 28, California 7. Lone California scored Damani Stafford six yard run. And Manesson falls to Cornell, 33 to nothing, ending their season. Uh, again, uh, we were just talking here offline about, you know, I think Manesson just wore out. Mm -hmm. They only had 16, 15 or 16 players going into this game. And I think the 10-game season finally caught up with them. And, uh, you know, Cornell shuts them out 33 nothing. But it was a close game. It was 6 nothing. what, I think at halftime yeah. it was 6 nothing, mm -hmm. Maybe 14 nothing. but, uh, yeah. So Manesson hung with them there for a little bit, and like I said, I, I believe they just started to wear out. Uh, so if you want to get into your game, uh, Sarah Catholic, 61-21 to 21 over in the Shannock at Norwin High School. Good yeah, I was, I was back at uh, the good old alma mater, Norwin High School, for a uh, two-way first-round matchup. Sarah with a 61-21 to 21 win over Nishanik, uh scored on all five of their first-half possessions, left little doubt there in the first half uh, they were going to come away with a win. Playing without quarterback Max Rocco, Elijah Ward uh, stepped up. Uh, Rocco missed this week's game with a concussion after uh, being knocked out of the game against Steel Valley the week before. 
the Ward, 7 of 9, 200 yards passing, two touchdown passes, had a touchdown run uh, to open the scoring, a long touchdown run uh, in the first quarter. Um, Javon Holt, three total touchdowns, two rushing, one receiving. Uh, Terrell Booth actually had two touchdowns. I actually credited Farrah Fisher with one of the touchdowns that Booth had, so my apologies to Booth and Sarah Catholic, but I uh, was able to clear that up with uh, Mick Butler's stats uh, yesterday. Booth had a receiving touchdown and a long rushing touchdown, and then Farrah Fisher actually had two total touchdowns, both on the ground uh, in the red zone. So uh, Michael Shank returned a uh, fumble recovery for a touchdown as well. So a total team effort for uh, the Eagles. Nashanik did a good job running the football. They had, I believe, over 200, 200 300 yards uh, rushing um, as a team. Uh, Peyton Weaver had two touchdowns, also had over 150 yards on the ground. So um, credit to Nashanik for, for playing a, a really good game uh, on the ground and being able to run effectively against Sarah's defense. Uh, they just weren't able to stop Sarah and, and the high-powered offense that they have and, and all the playmakers that they have. So Sarah Catholic moves on. They will travel to or around number three, Laurel, uh, which should be a decent game. I know uh, we'll see if... Uh, any of the softball players are on that Laurel team because they're pretty good. Uh, they're all about 6'2". You never know. Hey, whatever. More power yeah. to them. Uh, so that's a look at the first round uh, action in the football realm. Looking at the quarterfinals, Newcastle comes to Bell Vernon on Friday night. Uh, Freeport will be coming to Elizabeth Ford, who had a buy in 3A, and Olsh will go to Clareton. Who was the other team? Thomas Jefferson will Thomas have Jefferson uh, Hampton. Hampton. And then McKeesport. McKeesport will take on Armstrong, which should be – that's like a, a battle of two totally opposite teams. Yeah. Armstrong likes to throw the ball. McKeesport's obviously ground and pound with the triple option, so right. that should be a fun game too. But McKeesport has a really good secondary, so that's going to be <coughs> interesting to see how, uh, how, how that plays out. I told you I was going to bust out everybody's eardrums <laughs> at least once. Uh, but looking up – more at the week that was California Volleyball, the last volleyball team standing. State uh, playoffs for the first time in program they, history. They beat Leechburg in five sets, so they will go to the state playoffs. We don't I – mean, they play the District 9 champion, but, yeah. of course, the PIAA doesn't have their brackets filled out. And games start Tuesday, so I'd expect nothing less. Um, and, obviously, all our local soccer teams are done. Shalori uh, fell in the consolation game. I know they were pretty banged up. I know Edmund uh, McIntyre was hurt. Arlo obviously out for getting uh, two yellow cards mm -hmm. equaling one red. Uh, so Dominic was also out with a, an injury too. Yeah, so Shalori falls to uh, who they lose to? Ambridge. Ambridge, that's yep. right. Uh, it was like what six to two, six to one, six to one. Yeah. So yeah, and Eben started the game, um, played the first I think ten minutes, got subbed out, and then played I think the last five minutes just to finish off his high school career. Uh, you know, a seventy goal season for for him, uh, an incredible year, and um, nothing to to hang their heads about. You know, great season for for the Cougars and, and what they were able to accomplish. And I know talking to obviously Casey, you know, it's like pretty close, and you know, we wondered if he he was even going to play in that game. Yeah. I mean. Do you want to risk further injury? You're going to one of the best programs in right. the nation. You know, you're going to graduate here early. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, I can understand why he would want to be on the field for and, the last few and, minutes of his high school career. And you could tell he, he, was trying to, he was trying to score one more there at the end. But, uh, 
couldn't do it. But you know, props to to Evan for for going out there and and you know he's not a kid who's gonna make excuses. You know, he's not gonna say, hey, I'm 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 playing hurt. You know, he's gonna do whatever it takes to to be on the field. And um, it seemed like that was really bothering him throughout the playoffs. He didn't score as much. He only had one goal in the postseason, but right. was a great facilitator. I mean, he was dishing the ball out to other guys. Other guys were stepping up and scoring goals when they needed to, but uh, just uh, looked like time kind of ran out on the Cougars. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, that's pretty much all that really happened this week. I yeah. Mean, things are finally slowing down for us. I mean, yeah, I'm just not, a little I'm bit. upset. No, I worked a couple day shifts. And yeah, we're going to be uh, creeping up here on basketball time before yeah, we, we have our big meeting this week to shit. Sorry to double up our our uh, to divide up our football tab stories but I got a couple of things we need to talk about in our uh, I mean these are kind of our conversation topics okay. uh, we'll run through real quick uh, let's talk about the Tri-County Worst Conference and the Centuries Behind Conference who combined to go 0-9 in the playoffs yeah yeah that wasn't great that was the, not is that an Adam Brewer stat uh, yeah, I, I stole it off, totally stole it off of our buddy Brewer, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll give him credit for um, it. Yeah, Tri-County South goes 0 for 5. I, I thought maybe, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought West Green would maybe win yeah. with their Russian game. I honestly game. thought Carmichael's had the best shot. Playing Shenango? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's so disappointing because everybody always harasses the Tri-County South about never winning games, and for a while there, they started to. California yeah. made a run to the semis. Uh, Frazier made a run to the semis a few years back. Charleroi for, uh, for a couple of years there. They made a run to the semis. Yeah, in the, the Century Conference. Conference. I mean, Wash High losing to New Brighton. That's a big one. That was. Yeah. Why do you go for two there? I don't know. Wow. Very shocking. I do they even have leave. a kicker, though? Like, is it, that's, that's the question. <laughs> uh, they're Wash High. I'm sure they have somebody capable right. of putting it up. I mean. Uh, it's very disappointing, and obviously our teams weren't in the playoffs there in some of those conferences. So, um, yeah. So, so what we're going to do right now is we're going to run through the football teams, okay? And we're going to give them grades on okay. the season. I mean, I on mean, season, some are right. some some are still there. I mean, this could be grading the coaching staffs, the performance. So, yeah. Overall, let's start with Belvernon. A plus. A plus. At this point, absolutely. absolutely. One seed in in uh, in four A. Um, and a loaded foray. I mean, you have teams like Thomas Jefferson, like Aliquippa, like McKee Sport, uh, like Hampton. You I mean, know, their like conference a is lot just of very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that that whole conference is is All loaded. Right, so, you, so you you say A plus? What do you say? Yeah, A plus. I'm gonna say A minus. A minus. Okay. Mm. Job's, Job's not, not done yet. yet. It's I knew not you're done. Gonna, I knew and you're that's say that's that. like I've I've been hanging around Humbert way too long. I know. Like it, it it's not done yet, but they're on their way. They're doing their job. They Which are. is what they they, they laid their brick and they they're doing their job. Yeah. So, but no, I I give them I I, I say it's an A plus already. I think it's. I agree that you know they haven't played in a playoff game, so they still need to to get uh, to to where they want to be. They still have goals, but um, to up to this point, uh, I think yeah, I give watch them out for the uh, it, it with Newcastle coming down. Watch out for the Jeremy Salou burner account to yeah. start commenting on the. Uh, Newcastle media page. Yeah, Jeremy, I think I don't know if you know how a burner account works, but you're not supposed to tell people that you're making one. They're not going to know who it is. Yeah. It's probably part the only person that's going to comment on it. Though, so. Exactly. So, like, man, I wonder if this is that Salou guy that said that he was going to make a burner account on the Valley Sports no, Guys I'll, podcast. I'll, I'll help you out, too. <laughs> All right, give me the, Nick, on. give me the time on this so that way I can go back and I can I can be like, this is when Jeremy said he was making his burner account. So let's go. Uh, 
All right, next up, Bentworth. Bentworth. I'm going to give Bentworth a D plus. D plus. And the reason I say plus is because Seth Adams actually threw the ball pretty well. He threw for a lot of yards. He did. Um, and their offense was actually not ter- very young. bad. They're very young. They're very young I was going to say a C. Their, a C. their defense is just n- not good right Non-existent. now. Non-existent. It, it, they just allowed so many points. But I feel like their offense was was pretty good. Nick saw him. I yeah. almost gave him a C minus, but I didn't know if that was like You know, I, I, I would high. give him a C. Uh, I mean, they, I they, they beat okay. our doors. And, uh, they did beat. They did beat yeah, those doors. They did beat the doors. They beat the doors off those doors. Yeah. All right, uh, Calif- <laughs> California. <laughs> the face that I just got from the Frazier guys here. California. Um, California. I'm in between a C plus and a B minus. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to go C plus just because, you know, first round exit. Um, but they played a really tough Leechburg team, um, you know, they have athletes. California is a program that always has athletes. Um, I, I feel like, in a way, maybe they just kind of underperformed what we expected. But um, but still, you know, California team that's going to always make it into the playoffs. That's always going to be one of the better teams in the Tri County South. So Tri County worst. Yeah, that that. Um, but I'll I'll go I'll go C plus. I'm gonna give them a C. Just a hard firm C. I think they should have won that conference mm-hmm. with the talent that they have. I think they very. I think they underperformed. Yeah. And I think if you would ask a lot of those kids, I think they would admit that they underperformed. I, I think so too. I think there's always a high expectation. I think with Ed Woods leading the way. I mean, we know Zach, and and we know the the high standard that he has, not uh, you know just as a basketball coach at Frazier, and also as a defensive think, coordinator at California. I think there were a couple games like. I don't know what happened in that West Green game. I mean, I know West Green has two really good running backs, but man, I I just couldn't believe that result. So Nick, what do you give? What do you give California? I'd give them a C just because they held their own in that playoff game. I mean, Leesburg's yeah. the high-powered offense, right? Single A, so <coughs> I give them a C. Okay, Charleroi. Mm. I'll go first. Okay, you can go first. I'll give them another C. Okay. You you got to play with what you got. Yeah. I mean. I think the talent level is down a little bit. I mean, they do have some players, mm-hmm. uh, but I think they, you know, they they took care of Waynesburg. They, they won the games they should have won, yeah, including the first game. Right. They beat the doors off those doors. Yes. I picked the doors in that game, so you know, loyal, no, know loyalty, idiot, loyalty. <laughs> I gotta show some loyalty here. I took an L on that one, but um, yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll go see. I'll go see. I'll match that. I think that, you know, obviously getting the win over Frazier to close things out, I think that was a, a nice positive for them. Um, they did lose to Manessin in, in the Battle of the Bridge for the first time in quite a while. But, you know. All right. Uh, Nick? I'll go see. Yeah, I'll go with C, too. C's across the board. I mean, like you said, they're C down. for Charleroi. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're down talent-wise, and, I mean, you've got to play with what you got. Yeah. Right. Clareton. B. B. I mean, it, maybe not the crazy good Clareton team that we're so used to seeing, you know, that, that just dominates everybody, but they're still the number one seed in Class A. 
Yeah. They're the one seed, right? I'm not losing my yeah, mind. They're the one. Yeah, they're um, the one seed in Class A. I think they're still the best team in Class A. I think they're the favorite to win the Whitfield Championship out of that classification. Um, just maybe not the, like, flashy, high-powered Clareton team that we're used to seeing. So I'll say a B for now, and then, I mean, if that, they win it. That's why I'm going to give them an A. Because they're not the team. They're, that roster is not the team that it usually is. Yeah. You know, they don't have any game breakers. You know, they're not, you know, there's no Lamont Wade running six times right, for right. 150 yards. No Dante but Sanders. Doing they're, they're consistent and their defense is leading the way. So I think, I don't want to say they overachieved, but I mean, I think people thought this was going to be a down year for them. And in a way it is. You know what? But they're still the number one seed. They're still Clareton and you're still going to. And to be honest, yeah. you know, if we had to vote on a coach of the year, which we'll do that in, you know, in a few weeks, Pretty whenever soon. things are, are, you know, slowing down. Wayne Wade has to be up there. Yeah. I mean, the, the job that he has done and, and just the, the program that he's, you know, uh, won with over the last, you know, several years. Right. Um, he has to be in the running for that because of what he's done with uh, with this program this season. I know our, our last couple coaches of the year, they went to Humbert. Mm-hmm. But, like, I as much as, you know, he's in the running, but I don't think he wins it this year because they're doing what people expected them right. to do. Right, right. Um, I, they're not the underdog anymore. Right, exactly. So, Nick, what do you think about Clarendon? You know, I'm, I'm going to give him an A just on the coaching staff because that was one of our uh, parameters in mm-hmm. there. Just because, like, year in and year out, Wade has them prepared. Right. I think I'm going to – I think I went B because of your Bell Vernon answer of kind of going low until the job is yeah, done. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just a, a, a credit and a testament to that coaching staff and what they've been able to do. Very, very impressive. Uh, Elizabeth Ford. Um, I will give them – I'll give them a B as well for the same reason as Clarendon, just because, you know, they, they still have some work to do. Um, and they have, you know, some goals here. Um, but I think Kalodi is also in this boat with Wade where he is a very young team. And I've, they lost a lot from last year's group. Spoiler alert, he's my coach of the year right now. Okay. Just because of how young they are. Yeah. They lost a lot. Yeah, and they absolutely. still haven't really missed a beat. Yeah. And that defense is something, you know, fast and physical. Right. I mean, they're – they're carrying that team. I mean, Zion White's hitting his big passes mm-hmm. and everything, but and Zach Boyd is still one of the more underrated wide receivers and in, in football. L- little Charlie. I mean, you can't talk about how he's, he's made strides. So yeah, I, I I'm going to give them an A. I think Nick A minus A minus A minus for EF. I also want to point out that like every time we talk to Kalodi now. Like whenever I talked to him for the the, uh, the last preview story I wrote or game of the week story I wrote, I said, you know what's going to be key, and he's like, Jose, I don't even need to say it anymore. <laughs> and it's like I I know, but you know I just you know need to need All to right. get it on the record. Let, let, let's get this one out of the way. Frazier. F for Frazier. Oh. Go doors. I'm going to say D minus. I see you holding up the F over there. I'm gonna I'm gonna go D. I'm gonna just because the players they they tried the whole year, a lot of them didn't give up and just like they didn't they, yeah. the, for the players' sake. That's why I said D minus. Um, I think they they I think they were playing at the end of the year despite the coaching staff, not the staff, the coach. Okay. Uh. Which breaking news. Frazier's going to be in the market for a new coach this next year. Also, by the way, on the record, I'm not giving them an F. I'll give them a D minus. Okay. Okay. But I'm throwing up the F. 
Yeah, for Frazier. You know, I, I'm going to give a shout-out to the, the mini doors. They won the uh, the Super Bowl. I was going to get that. That was towards the end. They uh, yeah. The Division three Commodores. They tried harder than the high school players, didn't they? They might, they might beat the high school players. High school team, in, in defense of the players on the high school level, they went through how many how many guys did they lose this year to injury? Uh, at least five. Yeah. They lost a lot of guys to injury, and they lost a lot of kids to graduation, didn't they? They lost like 12 to graduation, yeah. yeah. Including, yeah. including Kenny Fine. Kenny Fine, yeah. who is one of the best players on their team. So, hey, can't get any worse, right? Yeah. So, it's up for one, win, one win next year. Yeah. They'll respond, especially with Jeremy taking over. I am not taking over. I'm I'm wondering if Mandy Hartman can I'm gonna file your I'm gonna i am I'm gonna file an application on your behalf. <laughs> and I'm gonna show up to the to the interview and uh I'll we should show up wearing toxins. Uh all right, next grade, McKee Sport. I'm gonna say B plus at this point. Again, you know, they still have work to do and they still wanna achieve something. But um I don't, I don't want to say, like, McKee Sport's overachieved because, like, they're McKee Sport. Like, every they're year they're always going to be. They're going to be good. Um, but second straight year where they beat TJ, um, you know, I, I think that Bobby Boyd has emerged as one of the best players in the WPIL. Yep. Um, and they're your typical, you know, just McKee Sport team that's physical and, and plays uh, a good brand of football. I mean, it's, it's no surprise to me that they're doing what they're doing. But getting – Having that success in the playoffs, that's gonna be I, that's gonna be key. I, I'm gonna give them an A, and I don't know if it's gonna get much higher because this is what concerns me: is now that you're in the playoffs, people have so much film on you. Can you find enough wrinkles with your offense? Yeah, yeah. to do something a little different and when not be one dimensional. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, and, and they've thrown the football pretty well throughout have. the season, but when you're playing up against these teams now in the playoffs, it, it's not right. gonna. I mean, because I look at what Bell Vernon did to him. Obviously, Bell Vernon's Bell Vernon, but I would I did not expect Bell Vernon to win by 32 points. Yeah. I I think I picked that game like 35 to 18 or like yeah, it was somewhat yeah. closer. Um, I didn't expect it to be nearly mercy rule, so. Um, but I do give them an A, and I think Matt Miller is another one who's up for coach of the year. That's I mean. that's what I was going to say. I think a, a big reason why they would get a B-plus or be an A range is because of that coaching staff. And Matt Miller does a phenomenal job with that team, having them ready every year. I mean, every team goes through it, every, you know, especially at the high school level, you know, even college. I mean, you, you, you have players that are going to move on, and, and, you know, you have to replace them with what you have, and he does a great job of putting kids – in positions to be successful. Um, and, and that McKeesport offensive line has been phenomenal this season, too. So I think that uh, is, is a big reason why. They had one game. bad game. Yeah. One bad game. Now, was it just a bad game? Or is Belverton that much better? Only time will tell. Only time will tell. But I, I yeah. know, you know, if McKeesport gets past Armstrong, I think they got a matchup with the Quips that they're going to be uh, yeah. eyeing up. So we'll, we'll see how, how good McKeesport actually is if they can get to that point. All right. Manessin. I'm going to give Manessin. I'm going to give Manessin a B. Okay. And I know they didn't have, you know, the the record that maybe people wanted them to have. But I'm going to give them a B. And obviously they have talent. You know, we, we've seen, we saw it all season long. They have talented kids. But it's mainly because of Wade Brown and what he has brought to this program I think he is the perfect fit for what they're trying to do. And, and he just – he's not, like, 
trying to rush anything. Right. You know, he has a patient approach. I think he has a patient approach with the kids. The kids understand <laughs> it. The kids, I think, have bought in to you know what he has preached, uh, and his you know he's he's lined up a coaching staff that I think is perfect for for the position that they're in to build a program, and he he. He wants people to be patient. I think people need to understand that this is a process for the Manessa and Greyhounds to get to where they want to be. Another coach of the year candidate. Uh, I, I think so. And I'm, I'm going to give Manessa an A because I think they did something that nobody expected them to do, yeah. and that was, A, make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The second thing for me is, hey, you didn't forfeit your last three games. So right. there's obviously been something put into that program. We're saying we're not going to quit, you know, Anytime when you have 17, 18 players, you might have a kid and say, oh, man, my ankle hurts or yeah. I'm not available or something like that. So, you know, Manessa never quit. Like you said, I think it's a it's a big process thing for Coach Wade Brown. Yeah, um, He's done a fantastic job. And like I said in my column the other day, playoff time feels better when Manessa's in it, Absolutely. whether they lose or not in the first round like they did yeah. on Friday night. But it, it, it's more normal for us and, to see Manessa in there. And I'll tell you, the best thing was after the California game, um, you know, the, you could tell that there was frustration. You know, Manessa didn't play their best. Their field conditions were were, were tough. Um, you know, they saw California kids, you know, they were uh, rolling in the mud after the game, celebrating and stuff like that. And you could tell that it kind of hurt the Manessa kids not being able to celebrate a win. A week later, they did the same thing against Avella. They beat Avella, and then they were able to celebrate, you know, and and having that one week transition where it's like, okay, we lost, but we got to put this behind us. I don't know if we've seen that a lot from from kids from Manessa. So to see that, it, it speaks volumes about what Wade Brown and his staff have been able to do. And, and I think Manessa, uh, it's only going to get up from here. Nick? Uh, I'm going to go with an A just because they made the playoffs in that rebuild. Like, normally a rebuild, like, you're only going to win, like, one to two games right. a year after you get rid of that coach. And, and they made it all the way to the playoffs. And a year after they had to forfeit yeah. so many games, you know. They like, forfeited, what, three, three at the end of the season? Three at the end of the season. So, you know, to, to go from forfeiting three games and not having enough kids and all this type of stuff to being a playoff team, you know, that that's just – it's it's an incredible uh, achievement yeah. for, for Manessa and – Hopefully we can see this uh, improve going forward. Ringgold. Ringgold, I'm going to give them a B minus. Okay. Um, obviously, that conference is a freaking just massacre. Like, they had a three-week gauntlet where they had to play McKeesport, Thomas Jefferson, and Bell Vernon all in a matter of three weeks. Like, that's insane. Right. Um, but you know they they took they made strides. They at one point you know won I think what two of their first three games. So um, credit to Darwin Mangus and his his group for what they were able to do. I mean, you go back and you look. When's the last time they won three games? Right. You know, I, I think years. I think the the conference has a lot to do with it. And like Darwin said, you know they're they're a three A school. They're a three A level football team. And when you're playing in a conference with TJ McKeesport, Bell Vernon. You could have all the momentum you want going into those three games, but then you get smacked around, and then you lose a lot of confidence, you know, in right. your, with your players and stuff. Um, but I think the other thing is Braden Fine being gone yeah. really hurt them. Uh, yeah. But I was impressed with what I saw with them, you know, against Yawk and against South Allegheny, and and honestly, you know, you know Landon Oslowski was one of the, yeah. the you know better players to, I think to he watch finished this what, year. eighteen yards shy of a thousand. Yeah, year, he had so. a great year. Um. So yeah, I give I am gonna say Ringgold. I give him a, a B minus B somewhere around there. Yeah, I give him a B. B. All right. 
Sarah Catholic. Catholic. All right, we got four more. Four more. Okay. Uh, Sarah, yeah, I think they're in that A-minus range. I mean, they, they're scoring at a crazy clip. They got, you know, so many talented players. Um, I think the Steel Valley loss kind of opened their eyes a little bit and showed them, hey, this isn't going to be as easy as maybe we thought. Um, so I think they're going to go into to Laurel and give them a, a great game and, you know, try to prove people that they're one of the better teams in 2A. I'm going to give them a B. I think there's still some discipline issues. Not as much as there was early in the yeah. season. I think it's more so like the pre-snap penalties and right. that type of stuff. I, I like, think, you know, the first game of the season really ruined me when it comes to Sarah Catholic. Yeah. I think um, that was just that, – that was a one-game thing. It was a rivalry game, first game of the season, a year after Sarah had, like, three right. games canceled. So it was a lot of But I'm, I'm going to give them a B or a B-plus maybe even. But I think they still have unfinished business. I think I think they're going to beat Laurel this week. Um, but I think yeah. that – I think that, uh, you know, there, there's some unfinished business there as well. Um with their squad, but I two think they have loaded talent. too, though. Yeah, it like, is. There's so many good teams on two A. But I think Sarah's, you know, a force to be reckoned with the next couple of years. I agree. I'm gonna go with a B just off their uh, their playoff win with their backup quarterback. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. 61 points. Unreal. All right, South Allegheny. See, it's hard to, for me to kind of gauge SA. I'm gonna just I'll just say a, a C plus. You know, just kind of. I mean, they made the playoffs for the first time in, in a while, right? I mean, yeah. the first time in, a, in quite a few years. So um, I'll give them a C plus. You know, Kevin Markwood had a great year. They had uh, great individual performances and, and obviously uh, overcame a lot early in the season to, to bounce back and, and make it into the playoffs. So I'm going to give them a C minus. Yeah. Um, I think there was a lot of talent on that team, and I think they underachieved. Mm-hmm. They took care of business when they needed to. But it was against South Park. Yeah. You know, they did beat Mount Pleasant, who I think was probably the most overrated team in that section, in that conference. Um, but I think – and if you ask Coach Cortazzo, I think he'll tell you, too, that they underachieved a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, things are turning around. I mean, they have – they still had a lot of young players, and they get to open a new stadium next year. Uh, so, you know, obviously things are looking up, but – I think they could have done a little bit better. Yeah, I'll go with a C. I think in the middle of the road, that's a mm-hmm. fair grade. All right. TJ. I'll give TJ a B. Okay. And usually they're in A range. So, you know, a little bit of a down year. Obviously, you lose the McKee Sport and Bell Vernon. But then again, you know, like we talked about a little earlier, you know, this is the first time since 2015 that they've lost two regular season games. They opened – you know, the 2015 season with back-to-back losses to Ringgold and Bill Vernon and then went on to win the Whitfield Championship. So hard for me to kind of doubt Bill Chirpak and yeah. his staff and what they do. Um, but I'll, I'll give them a B, and there's potential there for getting into A range because, you know, they have the talent and, and the the experience is just invaluable, you know. I'm, so I'll give them a B. I'm going to give them a B, too. I think that there were a lot of expectations because this team coming into this year was a lot like the team coming into last year. Yeah. And they still managed to win a state title. Um, but obviously I think they're still learning a lot about themselves. And, you know, they've been smacked around a little bit this year. Yeah. I mean, granted, you know, Belvernon only beat them by one score, McKeesport by two touchdowns. Um, 
but I, I just think I don't think I don't think they're as athletic as they usually are. I, I think a big factor too is like the passing game. Like Joe Lexi is a great quarterback, and and they have a great backup quarterback in Brody Evans as well. I think the big thing is their receiving core took a really big hit in losing Ian Hansen and Preston Zandier. This is the first year I feel like in a while where TJ's passing game kind of hasn't been, you know, just lights out, right. you know, and Joe Lexi's a good quarterback, but you know, Sean's and Sean Sullivan has been uh, a good wide receiver. You know, they have some good pass catchers, but hasn't been the same. And I feel like, you know, running the football, they've been good with Lippincott, Lexi, Murga now back will help. Um, but I feel like taking away a potent passing uh, aspect of your offense has, has definitely kind of made an impact for them. I'm going to go with a B. I still think they have some unfinished business. they got to go face Hampton next week. And, and if they go into Bel Vernon, yeah. they're going to go in pretty motivated. We've seen it how many times. Bel Vernon beats them in the regular season, and then what happens in the playoffs? I right. think that has a possibility to go up to an A. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see sure. what happens. Right. TJ. Last one, Yock. Uh, D plus. Okay. I just they you know they lost one of their best wide receivers and and in Waldeer, C J Waldeer. They lost uh, Marbley, you know one of their best running backs. You know they lost a lot of linemen and, and a lot of senior leadership from last year's group. Um, but. Yeah, just a tough year for, for the Cougars. I'm, I'm going to give them a C for that reason. And I think, you know, Coach Chunko we know really well. Um, I think he they just did the best they'd had with what they got. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think Tristan Waldeer should have probably started the season at quarterback, but I could see why he didn't want to. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's He changed it's his tough. mind, and they, and they did a little bit better. Um, I just think they're just the talent level there is just down. Yeah. You know, and they got to produce more football players. Yeah, it was, it was a kind of a, a – matter of Waldeer obviously two straight years where he tears his ACL so you know they were playing him at different positions and then finally went back to quarterback Shane Swope towards the end of the season was you know starting to have some really good games for them so I think there is talent there uh, at Yacht they're you know they, they always have you know some athletes that are, are capable of doing big, big things but when you lose two playmakers like CJ Waldeer and Jamal Marbley like that's that's big you know I think that that had had to do uh, a lot with uh, some of their struggles. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with a C. Give him some credit. Yeah. You know. Who wins, Frazier or Yock this year? Yock. Yock. Yeah, I agree. Yock did get like one that. win. They did get one win. Against Brownsville. Yeah, when all, when all us fills play Brownsville. That was like the final straw because Brownsville just killed their season after that. They're yeah. Like, yeah, we're done. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to be. Uh, COVID. We got COVID. Wheel. We got COVID. The yeah, we. I mean, that's the thing. Y'all can lean on. We, we get we get teams out of the whip you. True. It's true. We beat them so bad, they left. Yeah. Okay. Good for y'all. Positive. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> for y'all. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's all I got. So, uh, we're going to get into our segments a little bit. You yeah, let's just roll with it. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Anything grinding your gears or warming your heart today? I don't know. You know, like, I'll, I'll make this short. You know what really grinds my gears, well, Jeremy? Here we go. Is, like, this whole – Henry Rugg situation, yeah, because it's like yeah. it's like heartbreaking for so many different reasons. Like it, it sucks to see a, a twenty-two-year-old just like make such a dumb decision that ruins his life, ruins the life of an innocent young lady. Yeah. Like these are and they're two young people, like three young people. Okay, life. Well, 
I know. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean. Like it, 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 it ruined his life, and then it took her life. Like it's, it's just, it's such a sad situation. It is. Like overall, as, as somebody who, which you probably don't know, this, I've, I've lost somebody in my family. It was my nine-year-old cousin to getting hit by a drunk driver, and this was obviously twenty-five years ago or something. It. You just gotta be smarter. Yeah. And it's just like the, the when the details came out about him going 150 miles, like that's did just you, in a neighborhood. Like did you see the video? Yeah, completely yeah. inexcusable. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just, and well, you know, I did like that Derek Carr, what he had to say because he knows him personally. Like they have a personal relationship, right. and obviously Carr, you know, is going to be there for you know not just a teammate but a friend. You yeah. know, and, and I, I respect that. But it's it's just an inexcusable type of thing. The, the other thing about it's, that too is like when he every time he scores he holds up the three for his friend. Like right, yeah. who, who passed away. You know, that's what accident. I mean. That's that's the thing. Like, it, just be smarter, people. And, and it's they have these programs where NFL players literally get free rides. You know, to wherever they want. Like, you don't have to drive while under the influence. You, there's no no excuse for it whatsoever, and um, just. Thoughts and prayers are out to, you know, the family of the young lady who lost her life and um, just a completely sad situation. I mean, and I'm not going to lie. I mean, everybody makes bad decisions. This Obviously, was like a, some worse than others. But this was worse than bad. Absolutely. But, I mean, when it comes to, you know, you're out drinking, just make a better decision. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, so my segment, I ain't got much to say. I mean... Shout out to Brian Warnick for sponsoring the Sound the Alarm. We don't have the alarm yet, but we're going to work on that. Um, Get it going. I can't wait to hear that whistle again. Uh, but, yeah, um, it, it, it's a Sound the Alarm to everybody up in Newcastle because Devin Whitlock's going to break your hearts once again <laughs> this week. How many times has Bell Vernon played Newcastle in the playoffs? I feel like this is like four years in a row. Every they sport. played him a couple years ago. Um, but even like the last couple years in basketball, Devin Whitlock has yeah. broke their hearts, mm-hmm. and it's going to happen again this week. And he's bringing his buddy Q with him, so uh, it, it's going to be I. Bell Vernon's going to mercy rule him. You're, You're calling it. I'm calling it right now. Going into a matchup with TJ, you think? I think so. Yeah. I although I would not be surprised to see Hampton pull that off. Yeah. I don't know. Like. I don't know, has Hampton really played That's anybody this year? Hampton, Hampton has not played anybody. Because, I mean, like, you, the gauntlet of the Big 8 Conference, like, you have playoff competition in your own conference. Like, I don't, I don't really see anybody that Hampton played to, like, have them impress. Like, they don't impress me, really. I mean, I think three of the final four are going to be Big 8 teams. Yeah. So, we'll see if it plays out like that. Yeah. Anything else? I do want to yeah. thank B-Graphics. For sponsoring my we segment, we have to because it, every every the, the the whole like segue into my segment doesn't leave me an opportunity to. I feel thank like I feel like we should sponsor Davis Slagle and his diaper changing abilities right now. He, is, he just posted on Snapchat that he's changed six diapers in the last two hours. But he has twins also, so it's like right, right. Yeah. One. Welcome to dad life, Davis. Welcome to dad life. Congratulations to to Davis and his wife for on their uh, new arrivals, boy and a girl, I believe, right. Boy and a girl. Boy and a girl. Two, two little. Dex and silver. Two babies. Congratulations uh, to, to both of them. Um, and thank you to B Graphics for everything they do for us. They do so much for us. They do. You know, not even just. And we're about to ask them for more. 
sponsoring you know my uh grind my gear segment but you know they they do so much for us and we're gonna need some new mvi live gear we we do have to say congratulations to alex Lyons. yeah we got some this is breaking breaking news news. breaking Breaking news news. we'll announce it here on the valley sports podcast alex Lyons is coming to the dark side alex Lyons has joined team mvi yes and he will be producing our podcast our live broadcasts our streams as a full-time as a full-time employee full-time multimedia director is that the the, i I don't know is that the title i'll figure it out tomorrow (laughs) his first goal is to get all the stuff cleaned up in the conference room yeah i did volunteer my time tomorrow uh, to help him with that, and I know Nick's coming down. You're coming down too. He, he volunteered my time too. He, he also volunteered he volunteers his. mine but too. We're, we're gonna so. get this, the the uh, Clark Griswold Griswold string of cords, <laughs> and we're gonna get that uh, un- all untangled. And uh, yeah, so we're, that's it. That's uh, we're excited to see uh, Team MBI expand in here, though. We're we're excited to, to bring uh, hey. Alex on board. We got Nick already on board as well. You always got to add another Fraser person. We're surrounding yeah. that's, you. That's the surrounding that's me. Just, that that has been the uh, path to success. If there's anybody who graduated from Norwood at any point in their life, send me a resume. You know who has a Norwood graduate working for him is Dr. Amelia Gallus at Elite Physical. Does Therapy. he? Maybe I should go work there. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so I, I'm going to apologize here, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to be happy, but since I've been under the weather the last few days, I don't have a dad joke today. Wow. I'll, I'll hit you up with two next week. Just let me finish healing and going to pick up my medicine. Got to take Kenzie to basketball. I, I, I'll, I'll come back strong with two dad jokes next week, I promise. Wow. So, I'll, I'll give you a joke off the air afterwards. All right. All right. Yeah, it's I'm all good. good with that. But, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, my uh, sausage, egg, and cheese wrap was pretty good this morning. Good, yeah. Thank, thank you to everybody that perked up for uh, you know we got a packed house here. Thanks everybody this that was here that left so we could have our usual spot in the window. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's been it was a, a good show. Um, we'll hopefully get Casey back here next week. Maybe, maybe get Mike Darnay make, here maybe, maybe in a few weeks. We, we got to make Mike Darnay a permanent fixture here, whether yeah. it's biweekly or whatever. Yeah. I know he's uh, switching job duties for KDKA, so. Uh, Figure something he, he's going to open up his availability. We might even have Alex come come in next week. Yeah. Uh, we might do it on a different day. So, yeah, I uh, believe we. Uh, yeah, I believe we're going to try and figure that out. But we'll we'll release it on Sunday as we usually do. But we'll right. try and record uh, on a different day next week. But um, yeah, yeah, thank you all for tuning in to episode number forty-one of the Valley Sports Guys podcast. Be sure to like and check us out wherever you listen to your podcast. For All right, Jeremy's I do have a joke real quick. Okay. I do. I, I got right. one real quick. It, it's kind you of made funny. my day by saying you didn't, but... Do you, do you know the last thing my grandfather said to me before he kicked the bucket? What? He said, grandson, how far do you think I can kick this bucket? Kick the bucket. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I lost I my train of thought. I'm cough. I lost my train of thought, but, um, yeah, podcast, wherever you listen to them, like us. I'm have, sorry have about that. Have gotten it on Spotify yet? Uh, I, I haven't looked. I'm, I, I'm, I'm sorry I'm about just curious. I'm Jeremy's jokes, but regardless, listen to listen to this podcast. I feel like we have got great content every week, minus the dad jokes. Shout out to Robbie Ramsey, too. He, he listens to us every day when he's traveling. So yes, like yes. It. Shout out to Rob. Uh, shout out to my, my, my buddy Sam. We should say shout out to new Ringgold volunteer assistant basketball coach, Rob Ramsey. Yeah, Rob Ramsey joined the staff. I uh, gotta give a shout out to my my buddy Sam because you know we we've talked about him. Uh, he's a big fan of the show. Uh, always asks me when 
what, you know, when we're recording and when the next one's going to be released. He actually tweeted at us and said he misses Latino Heat. Well, we're going to get it. Yeah, we're we'll get, get it back going. But shout-out to, to Sam. I'm sure he's going to listen to this at some point. So this one's for you, buddy. Um, but, yeah, for Jeremy Salou and Nick Hicksonball, I am On Valley Independent Assistant Sports Editor Jose Negron signing off. Until next weekend, have a good Sunday, everybody. Good night.